Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 352 of The Sith List. I am one of your five hosts tonight, Raj Dolshahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguel. The man we call Crunch Crunch is not with us tonight. Um, he has some work stuff to do. He might be popping in a little bit later, hopefully, fingers crossed, he will. Um, so uh, no less Gonzalez tonight, but uh, hopefully... Uh, we can still forge on and have a great show. The man we call the king of all pods, Mr. King Tom Chansky. What is up, buddy? Not much. Happy to be here. Happy you're here, bud. The man we call Randy. Randy, what's up, buddy? That's what they call me. I'm doing great. Great. And last but not least. The man we call El Hombre. Eric, what's up, buddy? Dude, the guitar tone in that just gets me every time. It's so good. I'm so glad to be back. I missed you guys last week. Had a gig in Nashville, the home of music in the Midwest. And uh, right, yeah, yeah we're glad here. you're back, buddy. Thank yep. you for. Um, uh, how was Nashville, by the way? It, it was cool, man. I mean, it was a whirlwind. I drove straight there, played an hour, drove straight back. I did have some killer barbecue. Um, really good, uh, good. really good tacos. So yeah. Nice. Played at a fashion show. I heard or a fashion this, trade yes. show. Very cool. Did you get some show. shoes out of this? Um, possibly. I'm not going to mention the brand name just in case. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, representing this boot company, and um, I have the boots wow. in my closet, and they're quite nice. Tom Very Ford? Nice. No. Okay. Well, guys, thank you everybody for showing up and, and uh, being here with us. Um, 351? Oh, 352? We're in 352. 352. I know, crazy. And by the way, uh, guys, 400 for Blue Harvest coming up. A big Mm. 400. And if you're listening to this in the morning on Thursday, that night, may the 4th be with you, they're doing a live stream for their 400th on Twitch. So check Mm. that out, guys. Um, Our boys over there. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. There it is. And uh, yeah, please check them out. 400 is a big deal. I mean, that's like 400. It's 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, and you can do the math if you're in the middle. 
There it is. And if you want Haas's social security number, 742-437461. That is Haas Burkhardt's social security. That's some but check. Yeah, I was going to say, or that's somebody. That's, that's not cool. <laughs> Just kidding. That's Hope they've got LifeLock. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how's everybody else doing? Uh, Randy, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. It's been a uh, unproductive week, aside from a lot of Survivor. Oh, my God. Oh, God, you guys have been playing. It's been really cool watching you guys. I, I spent a hard. good... Uh, couple hours with randy at work i just put it on at work and put it on my desk and just <laughs> sat there and watched them play it was pretty cool it was, it was a lot of fun and it's made me go back and watch uh fallen order again yeah so I'm, I'm in the process i'm halfway through fallen order i'm watching it like it's a movie like it's a show it's been awesome so <laughs> i'm gonna end up watching survivor right after this i wanted to do so it's been a lot of fun nice. really there's cool. a really nice recap at the top of survivor oh really Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. A few minutes. It's not like a death. <laughs> yeah. It's not the three and a half hours that I'm watching with cutscenes no. and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. How you doing, King Tom? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, I'm having issues with Survivor because I'm on PC. Yeah. And oh, I've, I've heard that g- when you get to the second world, there are places where it will just freeze up. And uh, I have lowered all of my, you know, I downloaded the patch. I have lowered all of my settings to the, the point where it looks like a Nintendo game. Not not quite that much. Um, but it still happens here and there. So I that am sucks, I am both awaiting another patch. And I've, I've heard that it's just on this one planet. Uh, so I'm trying to mm. get off this planet as quickly as possible. Right now I'm in a mine trying to free some people or something. Um, but right. yeah. I just freed a bunch of Wookiees from Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. Um, a good time doing that. Yeah, we definitely should probably talk about that because I think yeah. we all have different experiences. I, Eric, you're playing on PS5, right? Uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, Xbox. Okay, you probably had the smoothest uh, experience it's, with the game. It's been fantastic. Now, I'm not playing in performance mode. I'm playing in quality mode. Yeah. And for people good. who aren't hip to that, that just means it prioritizes uh, resolution over frame rate. Frame rate is performance, quality is uh, resolution. It looks great. Um, you know, I'm not going fast enough to worry about the frame rate per se. But, um, you know, let me ask you this. This is maybe a dumb question. Well, do you want to? Well, let's wait until we get to the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah sure. I won't, sure. I won't bogart all this time. Boo, have you been playing it? He doesn't yeah. have a mic, dude. He, like, <laughs> yeah, how can he afford the game? I think Boo needs his mic first. I think that's Dang. what's happening. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I, I was busy right. playing the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, it it interests me. I think it's a cool concept, but it's not one of those where it's like, I got to have it. I got really? to play it. So yeah. no, yeah, I, I think it is cool, but no, not that not really captures my interest. Love Star Wars, love mm-hmm. lightsabers and all that shit, but it just, I don't know, for some reason it just doesn't really... Tickle my pickle, man. The first, the first, <laughs> the tickle my pickle threw me off there. Um, give welcome. me a nickel. I'll give him a yeah, whatever. Um, the first one is so good uh, that it, I, it's mind boggling the story how good the story is. Mm-hmm. Where it mm-hmm. could be a series. It was. It, it was called Obi Wan. It was called Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. That's a, that's another thing when you're watching and you're like, oh my god, this is pretty much Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Holy hell. 
but yeah, it's really good. I can't wait to start actually watching Survivor because I watched Randy try to beat some turtle for like eight hours. So that was that was interesting. <laughs> don't don't uh, tell me anything about it. I don't want to be spoiled. And when we oh, talk I don't think about Ra- it, I don't think Randy got far enough with me to get spoiled. He was just trying to beat this thing. And that's we won't we won't spoil any of the story elements for anybody. No. But there is a Jedi in it, you know, and he's got red. He's a fire crotch. Yeah. There is one thing I really do want to talk about. It's not a spoiler, but it's more of like an Easter egg. But it's not like Star Wars canon Easter egg, but I really want to talk about it because I think it's awesome. Ooh. Is that okay? If you guys don't want to talk about it, you don't want anything brought up, I won't talk about it. Um, It's more more of an anecdote. Let let me ask you this. Is this something that that I'll see and like the surprise of hearing it or seeing it in the game will be like, oh, killer. Or is this going to rob me of that experience? No, it's not like a, it's not like a uh, fan service moment or anything like that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's wait until we get to the Star Wars. Yeah, let's wait. Let's wait. We'll, we'll play it out. We'll fill it out. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, by the way, I got to, uh, I went, I headed to San Francisco this weekend. Uh, uh, Saturday, I went Saturday, came back Sunday. And had a great time. Just forgot how many hills there are in San Francisco. And came back with my calves feeling like somebody tore them off my legs. Uh, but, man, it was fun. It's fun. We went for Lorena's pre-birthday trip without the kids and stayed at a fancy hotel because we got a free room. And it was uh, good times, man. Good, good times. on you, man. Sounds yeah. Fun. It was cool. We yeah. flew up and uh, got there an hour and 10 minutes and came back. Hour and 10 minutes. It was, it was all good. Nice. It's a great city. Just cold. We took the Alcatraz night tour, by the way, that Boo suggested. Very, Fantastic. very creepy. Very creepy, dude. Yeah. Right? I, I usually, I'm not into creepy shit like that. Thank God the lights dude. stay on. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, no, not it, only it that, blast. it's just the, the audio that you get is like you're in an audio play. Yeah, they, they, the hear, audio tour is fantastic. And you hear, you hear the actual interview with the cellmates that were there and the guards. And then while they're talking, you hear them like yelling at guards in the background. You hear cells close. You hear people yelling at you. It is creepy. Wow, man. man. Yeah. Did they use like a spatial audio kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, or is it just- exactly. Oh, okay. No, nice. spatial audio. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then I didn't know Bumpy Johnson was there. Uh, Bumpy oh, Johnson. Bumpy. Oh, yeah. Bumpy. Yeah. Bumpy. Uh, you know, always hung out is it Bumpy or Bumpy? Bumpy Johnson, right? Something like that. The American Gangsters, the the one that uh, Denzel took over, uh, the dude that Denzel took over in Harlem. Oh, puppy, yeah. Hey, what the hell? That's coming up. Um, so, so yeah, it was cool, man. It was um, a lot of fun and kind of creepy. Cold as hell, man. I froze my ass off. You know, oh, was it really chilly? Oh, no. oh freezing balls. I thought it got. I, I thought it got. Kind of got hot in the in the actual prison when you were inside. I was like, this place is pretty fucking hot now. It was cool that you get to go inside the prison, a couple of the cells and stuff, and they showed you where they escaped and the the hole. Uh, that was kind of cool. So yeah, that was a cool. So if you're ever in San Francisco, book it. If you're thinking about going, book it early because they all sell out like six months in advance. Oh really? I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Very 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 popular. So that's that. So guys, check us out Sithlist.com for all things Sithlist, YouTube, Patreon. As low as thirty six dollars a year, you could be a Patreon member. And also check us out on Spotify. If you have Spotify, follow us on Spotify. That would be fantastic. And and. And rate us on Spotify. There's a rating there. I had no idea until Eric told me. Mm-hmm. So uh, please do that. 
And also, uh, I think that's, oh yeah, that's about it with the shenanigans. Let's uh, dive into the box office. Now it's time for box office. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fred. Guys, Super Mario, this is the third, fourth week in a row. The universal hit continues to dominate all challengers, and even with the summer movie season upon us, Mario's numbers will be difficult to beat. It hit the billion mark, by the way. It is at $490 million domestically and made $40.8 million still this week. Evil Dead Rise, number two still, 12.1. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, $6 million. Star Wars, and this was a great one, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, 40th anniversary, $5.1 million, episode number six, guys, $5.1 million, pretty rad. John Wick 4 is at um, $4.2 million, so there you go. Rotten Tomato score for, for Return of the Jedi it doesn't have one, actually. But, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say 100%. I'm going to say 100%. It's how, pretty cool, guys. How well do you think it would have done? Because here's the deal. For people who aren't hip to that, uh, you know, it was in limited theaters. It's mm-hmm, not yeah. like it was just a every theater had some Return of the Jedi showings. How well would it have done if it had just been nationwide, one weekend nationwide? There was one one theater worldwide. in Cincinnati showing it, and I we went, and it, the showing was packed, and there was a line for the next showing. Wow! And and this, and this is Saturday afternoon. Was it was it worldwide or not? No, I yeah. think it was just America because Australians say they didn't get it down there. Oh, hmm. I think if it was worldwide, America it probably would have made probably I would say like fifty mil. And it's playing through tomorrow, through the fourth. Oh, so it's still it's still in for a few more days. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, they, it wow. should have been a little bit wider because I, I I've seen a lot of people say it's not near them or you know just the timing doesn't work. And see, that's my thing is it's it's there is a theater in the metro area, just one that I'm aware of, <laughs> but it's the distance away it is and the amount of time, like just because of everything I got going on, it could not come at a more inopportune time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you about done? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> As well, you should be. <laughs> that was Boo's fault. Boo, Boo me? made me do it. Yeah. yeah, it was your fault. I saw your face. I saw your face. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was oh, right up my a, alley. That's know. a sound bite. It could have been wider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut it out right there. Yeah. Oh Lord, yes, but you're right. Return <laughs> the Jedi. I could have been. 50, yeah, I think fifty mil, bro. I think it would have. Right? That's not. You know, I I don't know if you guys saw my tweet. I said James Cameron's probably pissed. Probably. Yeah. He's yeah, probably, probably so pissed. I said the abyss is coming out in 3D next week. <laughs> That's what's happening <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and I had, he had a, he has oh a, there's a perfect God. gif of him putting on 3D glasses, and he says, like, let's do this. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was perfect, dude. Awesome. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Well, I'm so glad it did decent. You know, it did great for the number of theaters it was in, 5 yeah. million bucks. I mean, it beat John Wick this week. So that's pretty rad. 
Uh, I wish I wouldn't be able to see it. I'm going to go see Guardians tomorrow. Abu, you're going to see that tomorrow? Uh, not tomorrow. We'll probably catch it. I'm really not looking forward to it too much, so we'll probably catch it on like right. the cheap Tuesday. Oh, okay. You know? Why are you not looking forward to it? I, I'm not the biggest Guardians fan at all. Mm. Like I I like the like. the the music's the music's good in the movie. I yeah. think the characters are fine. It just doesn't mm. really doesn't really do too much for me. So I'm just like I'll see it cuz I want to see it and I want to see what they do and you know the uh you know how, how they finish it. I've seen the other two so and that kind of thing. But no, it doesn't really doesn't really get me you know I'm like oh yeah, I got to go catch it. No, not really. Doesn't I, pull on your tattlewacker. It does not. I think we're going to go see it Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm You're going to see it tomorrow, King Tom? Yeah, taking my daughter tomorrow. Okay, so I want that one word. And it better not be You'll death, because I'm afraid there's, that's going to be a lot of death that's in this funny. one. That's funny. I think uh, the one word. How about dead? Is yeah, that okay? no. Yeah, Deceased. No, yeah. Deceased. Yeah. Anybody watch anything this weekend? No? We just chilled? Everybody just, uh, no. No TV, huh? So I started watching uh, Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah, okay. and I, I, I got to tell you, man, one. I've been pretty hip to it. I unfortunately I wait until it's like late at night to watch it, and I'm tired, and so I'll doze mm. off and have to go back. And that's not a commentary on the quality of the show at all. Right. That's a qu- right. commentary on me being old and wait until <laughs> it's like you know midnight to start watching a show. But uh, I finished the first season, loved it. So good. The second yeah, season is starting out, and I'm not as gripped by it. Yeah, you're, it's not as good, but yeah. it's still good. Um, I just, yeah, I really like it. I was curious as to whether or not I would be able to um, handle what's his name. Now I can't even think of it. Uh, Jim from The Office. Yeah, <laughs> whether I'd be able to handle him in this role, and he does a great job with it. He, he really, is really does. good. Yeah, he's uh, really good. so good on him, and good. Mm. They the production cost for that thing had to be crazy high. Well, that was one of the first Prime shows that came out, and I think they really pushed the envelope for um, the budget at that point. The the crazy thing about it is that it's it's a good show. It's a decent show. They just didn't plug it at all. No, they didn't plug there it. Was season like, two either. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like it's just like, oh, hey, look, a new season of Jack Ryan's coming out next month. You're like, what? Like, wait a minute. Where the, where are the you know Amazon commercials? Where's you know the internet ads? Nothing. It was just like, wait, okay, cool. I I guess Thanks. Bezos ran out of marketing funds, bro. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. He's, yeah. He, he's busy plugging it into his yacht. Yeah. I heard he's been having a really tough time and he's, you know, doing a GoFundMe or a kick. Yes. Know, it's, yes. Yeah. He's having a tough, tough time. I really, feel <laughs> he like really we is. should all donate. He lost a lot of money on the Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> it didn't do well, you know. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad you're watching it. That's cool. I, I really love the first season. And the third season's coming out, right? It's already out. It's, been it's out. already out. Oh, yeah. I haven't see. I didn't even know. They didn't even market yeah. it. Shit. Exactly. Case in point. Yeah, you go. That's that is yeah. shitty. That is, I didn't know Perry Mason was out. I looked at HBO and all these things are out because I've been watching Succession. Oh, by the way, I saw Ajax Citizen in Succession. He's go, <laughs> he's everywhere. So well done, Steele. Good very, on very him, cool. man. Good on yeah. him. He sends me a picture of himself, right, with a circle, and I was like, dude, I'm I'm about to I'm about to watch it right now. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry, I spoiled the whole show for you. No, God. <laughs> I said, you know, it's good, bro. But it's really cool. It, it, you know what's cool about this is that 
he loves Succession. He's always loved it. We watched it from day one. And it's so cool to have him be in that also because uh, – and he's been in some other stuff. But Succession's like a big deal. But That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's coming down to an end too, that Succession run. It's only got a couple more episodes. But. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think we should uh, jump into – if anybody hasn't watched anything else – to some Star Wars talk, guys. Uh, there's some stuff, unbelievably. So let's uh, let's get some Thrawn up in here. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. So listen, we're going to talk about Jedi Survivor, obviously, but because that's going to dominate this, let's get to the other stuff out in front of it, just to talk about it. Uh, So Damon Lindelof has talked about his whole exit from the Star Wars thing. And where was it? Was it in Empire King Tom? Does that sound, is that where it originated? It does, but there was something in Variety too that, with the other part of it. Uh, so but basically, like my whole piece of it is what he said was that he was invited to Star Wars. He went to Star Wars and then they asked him to leave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, That's I don't stop if it was the quality of the script or what they were doing. But, you know, where it is originally, it was going to be Ray, except she was going to be old. It was going to be way in the future. And that's not what they wanted oh. to do. And I mean, here's the thing. You got Daisy Ridley right there. Right. Why would that's, you do that? But, uh, but at the same time, I think that, the, you know, rumor was that Helen Mirren may have been eyeballed for this role, which oh. I could see her doing a good job. Sure. She does a good job on anything. But one of the things I just sort of stumbled on in my thought process about this is that you you sort of lock yourself down. And I realize again, let me preface this by saying they did a good job with Kenobi because I thought he was locked down. And I love that series. I know for some reason people have decided to start crapping on it, but whatever, it was great. I've loved it. It's the one star Wars series that I've gone back to over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's great for just having on when you're in the background while you're doing stuff. And I was doing it when I was building Kenobi sabers and Oh, Here's one from the Kenobi series. Sha. Anyhow, um, nice. I feel like if you went sixty, you know, or however many years in the future it was to where Ray was sixty now, that you lock yourself down for what happens in between. And I realized, okay, well, a lot of times it's cool to go with the flow and see what comes up in the moment. Right. I work in a production environment that is very planned. But one of the things we do is really try to be like, let's see what happens. And if we need to make a sudden shift, we will. And I feel like if you've written the end already, you sort of screw yourself along the middle. It takes away, for example, just the element of, oh, my God, is she going to live? Well, of course she is, because we've already seen her in a movie where she's old. You know what I mean? It takes away some of that. But at the same time, you can make every argument in the world of why I'm wrong. I just, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Because you think about like How I Met Your Mother, where they filmed all those scenes with those kids right at the front. Mm-hmm. And then, so then they had to have the story land where they expected it to. And it didn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, they took a character and just completely wrecked it. But whatevs, that, that's just my take on it. Some 
pretty dope books got announced. Uh, King Tom, tell us about it. Which books you mean in the last week? <laughs> yeah, wasn't so it with, within the last week? The um, the thing about like the uh, backstory of the Inquisitors. Yeah, okay. There's a, that that was an I think like an excerpt came out or the, the official synopsis came out because I think that was announced at Celebration. Where oh it's my going bad, be, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, um, mm. it was like the Rise of the Red Blade, and it's going to tell the story of an Inquisitor. I don't think it's one we've seen before uh, because. Pretty much all of the other Inquisitors we've seen have been chumps, except for Riva. Um, so it'll be nice to see one, you know, that that right. we haven't seen meet their end on screen. Like you said, you know, you, you, you're boxed in. Um, and I think it takes place over – the idea of the story is it takes place over, you know, when they were a Jedi, why they made the decision to, to follow the dark side and then – what happens to them as an inquisitor right. um also just speaking of books uh path of vengeance i believe the title is uh came out yesterday um which is the last adult novel in phase 2 of the high republic oh okay um, and it it was i don't know that i liked it as much as cataclysm the one that came out last month but it was still a very good book a solid end to this phase and then phase 3 is going to start in in the fall Wow. That's cool. Uh, one of my friends actually messaged me today about Star Wars books and was curious if I'd read any. And I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm alone in mine and I don't, I'm not sure where to tell him to start. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm really tempted to, like, I love the Aftermath trilogy. And he actually mm -hmm. just finished reading some other Chuck Wendig, Wendig book and really dug it. And so I think, like, the writing style wouldn't be so jarring for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. So there was this weird random thing that popped up and I'm not sure what the score is on this, but I watched it. It's like an AI that came up with a Wes Anderson style trailer for a star Wars movie. Like seen far, far away. Yeah. Prepare for a reboot like never before this summer. Wes Anderson brings you a side of the star Wars universe. You've never seen before the galactic menagerie. Join this ragtag crew of unlikely heroes as they navigate the absurdity of the cosmos, challenge the Empire, and redefine what it means to be a rebel. Our mission is simple. We steal the Emperor's artifact, save the galaxy, and maybe find ourselves along the way. For this mission, we'll need lightsaber, blaster, thermal detonator, paper airplanes, spare parts, <laughs> and R2-D2. With a star-studded ensemble featuring the galaxy's most eccentric cast, the Galactic Menagerie is the most delightfully offbeat Star Wars adventure yet. Starring Timothy Chalamet, Scarlett Johansson, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, William Defoe, Adrian Brody, and <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wow. Coming to theaters this wow. summer, may the Force be with you. So... That's funny. <laughs> Let me ask you this because I couldn't find this particular information, and maybe because right. I wasn't looking hard enough. But did an AI just write the narration that we heard, and they came up with the visuals to the go AI along with the it visuals in, as well? In, in, uh, oh, it did. I, I can tell the style. It's there's a Discord server that um, lets you make uh, calls for uh, art generated uh -huh. like on like a few cues. 
Mm-hmm. And you can tell like the way like it's designed. It's like an amalgamation of like the cues. Gotcha. Wow. Well, and that's so crazy. I was wondering if they did it to be the most hilarious representation of what an AI might do with it. But regardless, it's bonkers, man. It's bonkers. Yeah. And you guys just need you need to watch it for yourselves because the visuals really help drive it. And um, you know what? I would watch that movie. <laughs> I would so I would watch that movie. I wouldn't mind it, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah would, I would so. Definitely. You wouldn't? You would, oh, no, you I would. I yeah. would, yeah. No, it, oh, it, would. I, I would, would see it just as like, all right, what are they going to do? Be like, what, what, what's going to happen? Yeah. And this is exactly why the writer's strike is a bad idea right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Everyone's down to watch an AI-generated movie. Did you hear Ashton Kutcher was talking on a show and he's like, if you don't get on with the, you don't get on board with AI, you're just going to be run over because it's going to take over every business. So oh, it you will. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you have to. You have to leverage it as a tool. You, yeah, you know, it's going to change the way things happen. But um, did I tell you that I used it for show notes? I I didn't use it for these show notes, but I just randomly just put in. Um, show notes, podcasts, and I put like Marvel, DC, Star Wars. It gave me this like detailed version of what we should talk about. And it's like, go into the, because this was like when The Last of Us was on or right when the Mandalorian season finale was on, I think. And it said, go into the cinematography and compare it to the first season and see the differences between the two. And maybe uh, t- talk about um, Pedro Pascal not showing up to the set and how that affected. Like, it gave me an insane detailed version wow. of our show notes. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. But it's funny, man. I saw a thing, and I don't know how true it is. You know, it's one of those deals where it could always, it sounds like it could be true, but maybe somebody made it up as a joke. But it was, do you, you know, typing to an AI, do you know my location? Absolutely Mm. not. We're, you know, I'm not allowed Mm -hmm. to know your location. Right. Okay. Okay, Where's a pizza place close to me? Oh, there's a pizza place. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It did say something like that. To me, it said, um, I I don't know the future, so I can't give you that information. It's not, it's not out yet or something Uh like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you oh yeah, I remember you talking about, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not boo. Yeah, uh, no, Are you trying to replace me already on King Tom? <laughs> It'd get well, too many things right. We'd know right away. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, we would totally know. You like, have to say work in. Everybody knows every three sentences exactly. <laughs> and it, it and it would have it. Here's where it would get hung up. Yeah. It would get hung up trying to decide whether or not it was going to say yeah, no, or no, yeah. <laughs> you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Tell it's not me. Fake. Yeah. No, no, fake. Um, so fake listen, news. real quick, while we're talking about Return of the Jedi, did it, everybody, did anybody else besides King Tom get to go see it? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. I watched I, it on Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I saw it in theaters originally because I'm the yeah. oldest one here by a decent margin. But um, I did too. I saw, I yeah, saw so it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah it's my I first drove, Star Wars in theaters. I drove myself there. Okay, well, I I'm just kidding. Oh, right. I'm just kidding. I was, I was little. <laughs> right. I was little, man. I um, drove myself there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's cool. I'm glad it did well. It, seeing it on the big screen would be really neat again, but it was just too impractical. And, man, my couch is comfortable. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it would have been cool. I think right. Steel did the whole trilogy. 
He was trying to get us to go. Did he was he? pissed we didn't go. Yeah, he did the whole trilogy. See, if I was in San Francisco, I would have gone with you, buddy. So, um, do you guys remember when, right before the prequels came out, and we they re-released the movies in theaters, and that's when mm-hmm. we got the first? I bought. Yeah. Did they do those one at a time? Like this one's out, mm-hmm. and now it's gone, there and now this one's few out. weeks apart. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I so, think. Yes. They didn't take them out of the theater. Like, okay. when Empire came in, Star Wars was still in the theaters. Okay, because I got to see both of them in one day. And I didn't know yeah. if that was the theater just not sending the print back, you know? Because there's always a chance that the theater would do that. I would. Right. But uh, I wonder... No, never mind. That's thinking about breaking the law. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Jedi Survivor then. Uh, I pre-ordered it and started playing it day one. I was all excited. Like four days out, my Xbox was downloading it. And I'm like, oh, nice. Should I try to cheat and set my time zone ahead or whatever? But um, one of the questions I wanted to ask, and when we were talking about it earlier, how does a giant like AAA title like that, how... Does it get released with problems like it's had, uh, especially on PC? I mean, they've had all this time to test it. How does that happen on release time? Randy, do you got any insight on this? Yeah, I think I do. Um, I between um, you know fiscal quarters and there has been a prevalence of people coming really hard down on crunch culture. Uh-huh. So a lot of these oh, salary yeah. employees are not allowed to pull like 60, 70 hour weeks, which would have been normal come three years ago. Right. right and there's right. a lot of companies who have just opted rather than even have that kind of culture. We're just going to give everyone the regular 40 hour weeks. We don't want that kind of trouble. And I think that's where this comes from because the studio isn't a studio that phones things in. I think there's only so much you can do in a certain amount of time given without crunch. And that's just a conjecture on my part, but I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I, I do wonder if part of it is because they're saying, you know, it's only available on high-end machines. And, you know, my, my computer is a few years old. I have a new top-of-the-line top graphics card, but my processor is a probably, you know, one generation old or something. But I don't, mm-hmm. you know, judging from all the other problems people who play on Windows are facing, I don't think it's just because of, of my system. Um, you know, having said, yeah, it, it is inconvenient, but I'm glad that people aren't killing themselves just so, oh, yay, I can play a fast game that looks great. I'd r- much rather that, you know, people are treated humanely and are, you know, earning money for a decent amount of hours working, aren't trying to kill themselves just right. so I can be happy or, playing the game. Yeah, it, yeah. That's, a, that's a tough one with the crunch thing because, like, on one, I see where you're coming from. When it's not your project, not your baby, then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's wrong to make someone crunch for that outside of what's stipulated in a contract. But generally speaking, anyone who's ever created anything knows that crunch is part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you get some of your best work. Right. And Mm -hmm. like for me, I mean, and unfortunately I've worked jobs where crunch was just the norm, you know, it just was. Mm -hmm. And with not even from like now working in a production environment or before like being an electrician, that sort of thing. It's just what you did and uh, something that you're passionate about, you're willing to see through. 
But you're right. If it's just some random thing I don't give a crap about, then yeah, I don't want to do that. But, right. you know, let's talk about the game itself then. Basically, if you've played Jedi Survivor, take all the things that were good about that and fall order. Them are better. Fallen, order. fallen order. Or fallen order. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Survivor. Survivor. My, my bad. Yeah. So okay, I've done that like a million times. <laughs> um, but anyhow, everything you loved about the first one is better in this one. At least that's been my experience. Wow. The fluidity of the fighting mechanic, like I still sometimes have problems with the timing of the block and parry mechanic because I feel like they happen seemingly hours after I press the button <laughs> sometimes, you know, because I it's very similar, the combat style to Elden Ring. It's not been quite that hard, thank God, because it, that'd make me want to just throw it out the window. But uh, <laughs> it's very good. The story so far has been really compelling, and I've had to make myself like not watch my friends play because I don't want to get spoiled on any of it. And I know a couple of people in particular who sped through the story so that they wouldn't get spoiled by watching somebody else play it. And then they want to go back and like give it a proper play. But that's just not how I roll, man. I mean, I'm examining everything. Ooh, look at that rock. Ooh, I better look over the edge of this cliff. Ooh, that's over here. I'm going to check the map every six steps to see if any new unexplored areas have popped up. And this is, but it's so great. The immersion's great. The graphics are great. The characters that have popped up are great. I just, I like it. One thing that's been tough for me, particularly because, you know, I'm a big Red Dead fan. The guy who voiced Charles in Red Dead 2, and he's one of the characters. He's Bode, whatever his name is. And so as soon as I heard him, I'm like, oh, sweetie's going to take me out and teach me to hunt with a bow. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) You know, but other than that, I mean, he's a good voice actor. And, uh, you know, he looks like Mario Lopez meets Jimmy Fallon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I've been real pleased with it. And what about you guys? Tom? Uh Yeah, I I like it a lot. I think it, it looks great. I wish there weren't the hiccups on this, the second world. But can I say what the first world is? Is that too much of a spoiler? No, no, I don't. I mean, because as I soon as you so. start the game, there you are. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off on Coruscant, and you're... Under the first level, um, Arash, I hate to tell you, they kind of go into the area where, like, the Martez sisters are, or at least oh my like it, gosh. this giant hole. Um, and it just looks great. It's it's a fun environment. There's a lot – and, you know, I, I hadn't played the game since uh, – or I hadn't played Fallen Order since it first came out. But, it, you know, it's a great way to get you back into it. And, and like we're watching here, uh, this is from Fallen Order. But, you know, you, there's, you walk into things and you just see ships and um, there you just want to explore it. And even areas where you know you can't go, you want to see what's there. Or on, billbo- on Coruscant, there are these, like, uh, flying billboards. And they change. And I would just find oh, myself, so you know, cool. standing there, looking around the corner, seeing where it goes and seeing how it changes. Just the mm-hmm. amount, and that's the first world. Um, the second, bit more difficult because I'm having the PC issues, but that's that. it looks like I'm in an area where it looks like there's a lot to do. It feels like it's a little bit open world um, where I'm at, where you can choose what you want to do next. And they just put so much thought into this game, and it's not just that, but the story um, 
is really well done too. Mm-hmm. And just to to have the action, you know, like here you're, you know, sliding down this giant thing, the jumping, the the lightsaber stuff, you feel like you're in the universe. It's yeah. it's it's great. What yeah, about you, Randy? One of the cool things about this game, man, like to kind of add to that, it there's the main story, but then there's always like and it's true in this game as well. There's like these little side missions that happen. You don't expect much of them, and they end up becoming like these cool, like little vignettes of like a Star Wars moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, and it happens all the time. There's like there, I, I can't, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's been a few moments where I'm like, oh, that's such a cool, like little moment that I didn't expect, but mm-hmm. gives me like a nostalgia. It's uh, such and, good world building. You it know, really is because yeah. it just from like art, sound, like. Everything just like I I read every lore item. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like usually I I'm not like that with <laughs> games, but it's just like so such a dense world that it's fun to do. Yeah, so I try to not do it in the middle because so far I've streamed all my gameplay, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I'm going to keep that up. Nobody watches it. It's more like it's cool because I can have it later, you know. Yeah, that's right. cool. But uh, it's I wait until I'm done streaming and then I'll go back and read all the data entry logs. <laughs> when you take it because it only shows you like a little little preview on the screen you know right but um one thing i find interesting and i don't know if anybody has been found this off-putting because i could see where it would be but they are just unapologetic with the accents right you meet these people who are they're like from montana (laughs) right they're cowboys yeah Yeah. and they're like and uh what's her name um oh gosh i can't think of her name now her, it begins with an M. She's, you meet her. She's just like, here's, hey, I ride this thing. Look, <laughs> that lady. Uh, she, you know, she's from Montana. That's just, that's yeah. the end of it. And then you meet this fisherman who is straight up, you know, if it's not scholars, it's just crap. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. And it's like, yeah, this is what we do. This is how the world works. I'm like, that's awesome. Kick ass. Yeah. You know, because it is different whenever, like, everybody's sounds the same. And if they have, like, a neutral speaking voice, that's not realistic. So, I don't know, man. It's cool. It's funny hearing David Collins. I keep waiting for him to be like, welcome to the soundtrack show. (laughs) Diegetic music. Speaking of which, the soundtrack is really cool. I haven't listened to, uh, Mm -hmm. like, both albums in their entirety. But the King Tom tipped me off that they've got the... uh, uh, the diegetic music score, and which means music that the characters hear, and uh, like the soundtrack score, which is right. really neat, man. Because mm-hmm. th- like I've only heard a little bit of the diegetic music so far, <laughs> but it's it's quite hilarious. Yeah, the cantina is awesome. Just as as the game continues, it starts just like building it up with more characters and mm-hmm. more personalities. Like that whole place, every time you go into Kobo and just like visit for a little bit, you end up spending a good like 20, 25 minutes just talking to everyone and seeing what they're up to since last time you were there. Yeah, every and, time I walk in there, I go and I exhaust all the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And they recorded a lot of yeah, dialogue. They did. Oh, yeah, awesome. they did. Yeah, they did. It's really cool, man. Um, it, one thing that I really asked that guy, obviously it's very, it is very much like the original game. Like it's just better. It's more like expanded, but the l- level of customizability mm-hmm. is fucking awesome. Like yeah. the lightsaber, like each part of the lightsaber, you know, change all the color schemes, all the different costumes, like 
the hairstyles. It's like it's like stupid stuff, but it's like it goes so far into like tailoring how you want to play. And the droid, right? DD one, yeah, yeah. The droid as well. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because you know I bought the deluxe edition because I'm stupid, I and uh, I'm uh, yeah, I have not customized Cal or the BD one at all because I like how they look. Oh, you're not living. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Randy was having fun with that. With yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to. Because there are a lot of cool, cool things. And yeah, every part of the lightsaber is replaceable. And, you know, they even have like the original Luke Skywalker Graflex mm-hmm. saber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, it's neat. There was a moment like when you get the cross guard saber, because that is one of the stances. And the stances are, it's so much better having that, that many stances. Because each of them have their own like fun thing, but anyways, the cross guard on the uh, saber, it lets you customize the angle which in the crosses come out. Oh wow! Nice. Like what degree they angle at? It's crazy. Like usually, like you know, Kylo's is just a ninety degree angle, but you can mm-hmm. do it like you know forty five or whatever. Have it like pointing towards them or away. It's, oh, that's it's, like neat. stupid, like cool shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with the stances, what that means, like, you know, in Fallen Order, you had the double-bladed lightsaber, which ultimately wasn't that great, man. Any enemy, Mm -hmm. they give it to you right before you meet the ninth sister. And if you try to use it to defeat her, it's going to take you a million tries versus just going back to single and doing it. But they've got, yeah, all these different kinds, and they've all these different stances, and, you know, you've got... You have to change them at the meditation points where you save the game and all that. But you can change it. Like, you can only have two equipped, but it's like, well, no, instead of a, a double-bladed saber, I'm going to dual-wield the sabers Yeah, and all that. It's, it's just rad, man. If you're mm-hmm. remotely interested in Star Wars video games, you can't go wrong. Maybe consider trying Jedi Fallen Order first. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Xbox, and if you have an Xbox... And you've got Game Pass Ultimate. EA Play is included with that. And all of your EA Star Wars games are there. <laughs> Except for Survivor, Natch, because it just came out. But give it a go. It's it's a great entry. It's the difficulty level's adjustable, and it's got a decent amount of adjustability. It's got a story mode, which I assume it's probably super easy. And uh, yeah, it's really neat. Neato Benito. And for the people that don't play, I h- highly recommend going back, watching on YouTube. They have it in 1080p. Uh, they have it, I'm sorry, they have it in 4K and it looks beautiful. Uh, the original, which is uh, Fallen Order. And it's, you don't have to do the 12 hour one, you do the cutscenes and the gameplay that's kind of like already done. So it's like three hours long. And it, I'm telling you, it's like watching an animated Star Wars mm-hmm. film. You know what I mean? It's pretty amazing. So I can't wait to finish this again and then go to Survivor and finish that and watch that. And I'll probably be watching you guys playing it, knowing what's going on, which obviously I won't say anything to you guys. But um, I, I was yeah. surprised uh, to find out where the what the story, what the title actually meant. I thought oh. that was a nice little twist. I didn't expect that. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't of, like. I don't want to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm saying. What's the? the was, uh, what's that? What's the Easter egg, Randy? You wanted to mention? I'm not going to say it. I it, I, oh. I get too. I got too much joy out of it. I don't want to rob you guys of that joy. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I well I can. You, I won't see it in a cutscene thing, 
And no. gameplay, will I? Okay. Well, you need to send me a message and see, tell me what it is. I'll send you a video. Okay. So Where does it occur? Cool. Like, how far uh, into the game? Uh, Untamed Downs. Uh, it's um, on the... It's like <laughs> third level, I think. Okay. The Untamed down. yes. Definitely yes. the Untamed Downs. Anything that's, that's my that's favorite thing ever. Happens in Untamed the Untamed Downs. Downs. That's right. Me and Randy said we knew some girls in college named Untamed Downs. And uh, that's their nickname. We, we we had a field day about Untamed Downs the other day while I was at work. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot oh, of fun. Speaking of field day, I mentioned this to the guys it, up front, not Star Wars related, but I got to go uh, on my kids' field trip and tour Bush Stadium in St. So, Louis. And um, you know what? It's really cool, man. They let you go into the visitor's dugout. Yeah. <laughs> not the home dugout. They're like, here, no. poop on the floor in here. And it was a game day. <laughs> So they're like, don't touch anything. And so, like, I was having to yell at the kids to in the bathroom. Touch pick, everything. Pick yeah. those paper towels up. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, yeah, they're, they're playing the Angels, man. So Otani and Trout stuff was there. Wow, that's so cool, man. That's that's rad. It was neat. And they said that, like, on the tours they gave the days before, I don't know how, like, I mean, I'm sure somebody's paying for this. But I don't know how that works. It's not the, well. I take that back. I know exactly how it works because you, when you registered, you had to pay money. Um, <laughs> but uh, they said that uh, Wainwright was actually there and came up and talked to the oh, the, cool. the tour groups and stuff. He wasn't yeah. there when we were there, but uh, that's cool, uh, dude. I'm going to share a really touching moment, and this is pretty oh. random. But you know, for okay. any of us that are parents, if you're listening, um. One of the things that's always I've really liked about my kids' school, it's a private school and the classes are small. You know, like the, there's two third grade classes. One has 14 kids in it, the other one has 13 kids in it. That's perfect. We're at the stadium, we're at the highest level, and um, at one of the clubhouses, or no, they, we got to go in the broadcast booth. Oh, that's cool. Which was dope. I first went straight to their uh, <laughs> equipment. Their, their equipment <laughs> rack, but then I also saw what the Wi Fi password is for the press. Oh, and there, nice. yeah, I'm like, well, they should not print that out. So big, no. save that for the future. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go yeah. have the good Wi-Fi. Uh, but anyhow, anyhow, um, there was a little boy who was afraid to go down the escalator. These are third graders. I was shocked. Hmm. What, what the heck? You know, how do you make it this far without? And but I will tell you, it was like, it seemed very steep and it was very high, mm-hmm. and. Um, he was nervous about it, and he balked and balked, and they were finally like, hey, we can you know, take him down the elevator, and the bulk of the class was down at the bottom. Nobody made fun of him, and oh, we got good. on there and was honest. Well, it like chokes me up just thinking about it. They all cheered for him. Oh, These are like awesome. an amazing group of kids, because when I was in school, it would have been like, <laughs> Lord of the Flies. Yeah. It, it's, that would have just been it, man. And they all, right. you know, and the grownups were high-fiving them and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, God, that's amazing. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it was really cool. That's how it should be. It is I, how it should be. I see how it shouldn't be every day. These kids <laughs> just are ruthless, dude. Did I ever tell you about, and again, I'll, I'll keep it short. A little side note, again, uh, there was a little boy in my daughter's class who um, had a brain tumor. And no. it, it was operable. He's doing great and all oh, this stuff. Good, good. But it kept him from growing. Oh, And so, like, he's cognitively caught up with his class, but it's like he's short. And oh. Anyway, he ended up being out one school year for a lot longer than he thought because he had to go in for another surgery. He would have to wear... Uh, 
like muff style headphones sometimes because the noise was too loud for oh, him not long yeah. after surgery. So he's out for a real long time. Right. He finally gets to come back to school. Oh my gosh, it makes me want to cry just thinking about it. He's a big Beatles fan. And oh, so they were playing cool. a Beatles song while he walked in and into the school. And um, you know, he had to wear a hat. Cause he yeah. a sock hat because he wanted to cover up like the drain they had to put in there. Sure. Every stinking kid. For all the way to the eighth grade, wearing sock hats. And, oh, that's wow. cool. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. And, and they weren't clapping, you know, they were doing right. the, the thing, it, it, Yeah, it was amazing, yeah. man. This so school cool. is the best. That's I'm, all I got. I don't have I think we're else. moving over there. Yeah. Malik's going to go. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any other Star Wars stuff, but I can tell you tons of kids' stories. Yeah, that's cool. I have a, that's, that's amazing. I have a kid's story. Malik peed himself today. Oh. <laughs> In school, oh, let me give no. you. But hold on, here's here's let me let me give you the uh, backstory here. So they have quiet time where they, they you know, they're in preschool, so they lay down in their little beds and they're uh-huh. quiet. Malik never sleeps, never sleeps during quiet time, but he just sits there and like lays down and like looks at everybody. So he had an accident and they changed him. And he told me the re- the reason why I didn't tell them is because they told everybody to shh, and I didn't want to wake anybody up. So Aww. I just sat there and I peed. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, man. I said, no, next time you scream, you got to piss, bro. Like, yeah. I don't care about yeah, these kids. Yeah, dude. Like, you got yeah, yeah. Nature so. calls. You got to answer the right. phone. Oh, exactly. My gosh. Yeah, so he sat there and just peed himself because he wanted to stay quiet because he didn't want to wake the kids up. Oh. oh, hey, one other Star Wars thing I completely forgot. Um, yeah. So in Fortnite... They had a Star Wars update, yeah. and it's Sal quite good. I heard Sal, should, Sal got all of them, and he was playing with all of them. Yeah, it's so it's you know there's Anakin, there's Padme. It's kind of funny unleashing Anakin in a game that tons of kids are playing. It's like there's this <laughs> dirtiness to it. Uh, yeah, there's some really true. really cool clone trooper stuff. Um, yeah, if you dig Fortnite at all, now's the time. Yeah, he was he was so impressed. He showed me videos of himself like killing people, and then he like shot somebody and sniped somebody with the anti. No, he went up to somebody and like used a lightsaber and just killed them instantly. Yeah, and he was all happy, and all of a sudden he just gets hit by behind from Leia's <laughs> lightsaber, and he just, yeah. somebody just got him real quick. Yeah, so dude. it was, it was there, really funny. There's really cool like force push. Uh, yeah, they yeah. learned it's it's neat, can, man. yeah. Look, it looked cool. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. Well, anyway. thanks, man. Thanks for all that uh, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. Uh, man, we missed this last week, but... Uh, okay, we'll give you bits. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits, it's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. There you go, boo. God, that's <laughs> adorable. It is adorable. I know. Every time I hear him, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. That's hey, so I heard cute. you had a, like full-on conversations with him over the weekend when we were gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You guys were in San Francisco. So we were hanging out with the kids, pictures. hung out with yeah. Lily. You know, yeah, full on conversation. There's one. There's one that he was explaining why he was mad because we oh. were talking to him. We we're trying to tell him, no, you can't do this. You know, things like that. Yeah, you guys are making me mad. And then he'd explain <laughs> why. We're like, oh, okay, buddy. And then we countered, you know, with something else. Like, and then there was, I had to make a deal with him because he grabbed a bucket. And I was like, all right, you got to put the bucket back. You know, we're done playing up here. You got to put the bucket back. He's like, I don't want to put the bucket back. I was like, all right. <laughs> because he has like his soccer ball that I guess you gave him. And yeah. he doesn't want anybody else to kick it but him. And right, I'm like, well, right. I'm going to kick your soccer ball. Until, or I'll kick your soccer ball if if you don't pick it, put the bucket back. He's like, no, 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 no. 
don't kick it. I was like, I promise I won't kick it, but you have to put the bucket back. Puts the bucket back. I was like, yeah, that's right. You put the goddamn uh, bucket there you back. Go. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good so, you. yeah, spent a ton of time with them. Adorable. Awesome. Kid kicking things around. Yeah. Yeah. Riding tricycles. I rode the tricycle. He just watched. You know, stuff like that. I gave him, by the way, speaking of Star Wars, I gave him um, a young Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, uh, for, you know, these, one of these old, these prequel action figures that weren't unopened because he did so well. For the last week, and I, said, I told him, I said, this figure is older than your Uncle Boo. Yeah. Okay? I said, take care of this Jedi Knight. And, dude, you should see him now. He is just like, where's my Jedi Knight? Where is Obi-Wan? Where's my Jedi I hear him talking, and he's like, he's playing. He's like, I'm a Jedi Knight. I use the Force. I blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, man. I was like, dude, this is such a great moment. It's great. Man, every day at work, Eric, every day going to school. He wants to hear Fuel now by Metallica. And I look in my rear, and my, I swear, and I look in my rear view mirror, and he's trying to th- throw the horns, but Aww. he can't do the pinky. And he's doing it like with his finger to hold it. And he's just that's like rocking so cool. out. And he's, he knows the lyrics to Fuel. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Okay. So, I'm sorry. so does he associate the Obi Wan figure with Boo since you mentioned Boo in You know, he just associates it. that it's. It's very old and it's not a toy. It's a collectible, even though I opened it for him. Uh, I just made it sure he knew that this is a very old toy. Um, and then he, because I gave it to him, now he wants the fucking Anakin. And I was like, I'm not giving you any more right now. It's chill. <laughs> chill. Well, I, could, I was wondering if he would have his little figure and be like, yeah, no, I'm a Jedi Knight. We all know. I'm a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will not kick my soccer ball, boo. Boo, I love No, you, yeah, man. you will not. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, that's awful. I love it, <laughs> boo. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 fantastic, dude. I have to edit several podcasts that I'm on. I'm keenly aware of what my go to. Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Everybody has one. Well, it's oh, like yeah. I I listen to Cruiser talk, oh, and I want to be part of the conversation. Let him know I'm listening. So I say right all the time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I like say like a lot. Like? I like say it a lot. Yeah. I, oh, God, I that's been my kid's I, thing. And then Stella started with a honestly, blah, blah, blah. And I'll tell her I'm glad you said honestly, because I would have assumed you're lying. Would you <laughs> say it that? <laughs> honestly, I meant it. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Right. Go ahead, bud. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bud. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You guys are good. Um, so I'll lead off with with one of the, the bigger things going on. Something hasn't happened in over a decade. We have a another writer's strike. Um, the couple of the main components to the writer's strike, besides you know uh, more pay and better treatment, which is usually part of a strike for a union, uh, the big main points are AI-generated scripts – as well as um, the um, what is it called? What, why am I blanking on the other part of it? The uh, the AI generated scripts, and then also oh the streaming, the re- uh, the it, revenue residuals. from streaming, residuals, yeah, residuals from streaming. Yeah. Right. So what's going on now? We all we've all heard about AI and what it's doing. You know, Iraj talked about how it put up the you know show notes, and it was this in depth thing. Uh, the of course. Human writers do not want this at all because in a matter of seconds, you could be replaced. You know, it might, some people are like, no, it's not going to be as good as, as a, as a human being can create, you know, with certain aspects of life and stuff like that. 
it's pretty damn good already, which is a scary thought. So they want to avoid this from happening from the get-go and not let this enter uh, into their world, you know, which is a tough thing to fight. I don't know how you're going to do that, but we'll see. Uh, The other part that is uh, their big sticking point is the streaming residuals. So let's say you make a show, you write a show, it gets syndicated, reruns, you get checks in the mail. Great. Mm. With streaming, none of that happens. You get the one check for what you worked on for for the to make the show, and that's it. Ugh. Now they want a share of the of of the streaming pie, which makes sense. I think that will happen, and I think that's something that should happen because it's just logical. I just think they are waiting for the contract to be up for them to add this portion in it because streaming has exploded within the last three years. You know, three plus whatever. So yes, yeah, so those are the main sticking points. Uh, the last. Um, the last strike was 100 days. Uh, the one before that, I think, was 180-something. And the Jeez. one before that, I think, was 70 or something like that. So be prepared to wait, folks, for your shows. Um, looks like there's a lot of support for the strike, which is yeah. – I'm I'm a union member. Not, not of the writers thing, but I'm a union member, so I support strikes, especially when it's necessary, which I think this one is pretty damn necessary because mm-hmm. it, it is a – it is in a interesting world we're walking into with AI and, and streaming and you don't want an entire industry just to get steamrolled by technology. We've Ooh. seen that happen time and time again. And when a, a group of people, a group of employees can actually do something about it, I support them in doing it because technology, no matter what, eventually will steamroll. You know, progress never stops. So so hopefully they're able to uh come to a an, an equilibrium with the technology where they can still exist and be a part of it but we will see so yeah so be prepared folks for the to wait to wait I, you know. and but but i heard there's a lot of scripts that were were um crunched as you guys were talking about there there was deadlines to get a bunch of stuff in before mm. uh, so like things that that we're anticipating we're gonna get uh things that we might not get after that for sure though <laughs> that's gonna be delayed so I, I have a I have a question, and and I'm curious. I assume when you want to teach an AI bot to do what you're going to ask it to do, you're going to feed it examples of what you're looking for. You know, like AI scriptwriter learns by reading a buttload of scripts. How does the original writer? So, like, let's say it's inevitable AI is moving in, and we talked about it before. If you, when you see a technology coming in, don't do what the music industry did with MP3s. Don't, because you saw what happened to the music industry. If they would have figured out a way to embrace it early on, it would have been different. And you know, that's going to be a weird thing for music too, man. Yeah, lyrics and whatnot. It already is. Yeah, have you heard the Have you heard the Drake Drake song? song? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and it's people don't can't tell yeah and it's like a hit it could be a hit it's all over the internet yeah so it puts like a weird situation in the music industry not to again not to detour too much but uh, that you record labels have the ability to now potentially take an ai style a sound and a uh, persona and if that's what's popular right now they can just generate a whole bunch of that shit and then what happens to musicians at that point when you're at that level where it's just about 
market share and you know be mm-hmm. yeah, right. mainstream appealing. It's a really scary thing. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's all crazy. It is. It's wild. But you were asking about as far as yeah. So like with the writers, mm-hmm. the the original script writers, their work is being used to teach the AI how to take their job. Mm-hmm. What what are the implications of that? That should part of their deal be because hey, look, AI is going to be a thing. Then what you need to argue is that the people who essentially are teaching it with their previous work. Is that how they get paid out of this thing? Is like make that a, a commodity that's tradable? I the only way I think it can work is if you have AI used supplementary to actual writers, like it's an idea bed, and then people have to go in there and tailor it. I, I don't. It's so hard. You're I, I don't. Need... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you're going to need, like you're saying, someone on the other end, too, to edit it. Because no matter how good it is, it won't be everything you need or it might not, you know, make cohesive sense. Um, There Mm -hmm. there are flaws in the system. In, you know, the the video graphics and text that it generates, there are flaws. Um, I was reading today that that they can't make an AI that will pass an AP English test. (laughs) <laughs> um, like it'll pass the history ones, but it cannot pass English because there's certain, yeah, it won't pass English ones just because there's certain communication conventions right. that we use that it, it cannot grasp. Right. Um, so you're going to need someone to it, be the editor to make it usable. And especially if it's something that fits into a much larger picture, because the more information you feed it, the, the, the longer it, it's going to take. And, you know, when you when you want to give it so much and when you expect a certain amount of output, that limits it. Um, so you're going to need you're gonna need people on both ends to both get what they want out of it and to take what it makes and to make that into something useful. I heard I read in variety that there's filters already being developed. And there's already mm-hmm. a couple out there, and uh, it's part of this is part of the strike. They want studios to be able to incorporate these filters to see if things are AI or not, um, and they're trying to do that as fast as the AI is actually coming out, which is also hard to yeah. uh, to. Yeah. It's a race between one and the other, so it's very I, interesting. I think I. I don't think it's a like situation of if it's going to happen. It's just it's how many people right. are going to lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. People are going to lose their jobs, and if if one studio or movie studio or whatever decides they're not going to use it, someone else is going to use it, and they're going to give a financial reason why this is more efficient at the at the end of the day. And this isn't about like what makes good movies or what. This is just about humans. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if a movie's good and it's written by an AI or a person, and you don't know the difference, it really doesn't matter. But you are like people need to feed themselves. That's really what it comes down to. Right, exactly. Right. Oh, such a tough one, man. Because it's so hard. It's like a, it's like a tumbleweed growing and growing and growing. It's just it's uh, it's going to be hard to stop this thing. I I was reading going to the other component that the uh, streaming they estimate will cost the studios I think four hundred fifty million dollars a year, which mm-hmm. is nothing compared it's to what they're making nothing. in profits. Right. Right. 
you yeah. You're talking about, about the uh, residuals? Residuals, yeah. That's yeah. It. Think about how yeah. many people are TV writers now. It, it has to be a really high percentage of them that write solely for streaming yeah. content. So that's essentially saying like everyone who was a network writer just got like demoted basically because mm-hmm. there's very few like network writers in comparison now to streaming. So it's, it's just like they chopped that expense out of their budget. It's mm-hmm. totally unfair. And unfortunately, I heard these streaming networks, if this does go through and they do have to do residuals, they're just going to bump up reality shows like crazy, which don't have stream writers. So you're going to see a lot of reality shows over the next year being mm-hmm. out everywhere because they don't have script writers for them. They're not traditional script writers, so they can fall under the radar of not having to use union writers. That's, yeah. that's what happened yeah. with the last strike is that yep. boatload of reality Boat. TV right. everywhere. Right. Everything but was the, reality. Yeah. There are certain things like, you know, Disney Plus isn't going to be able to add, no. you know, Jedi real life or real housewives well, the, at the MC. Well, they can go to the Perales family's house and just hang yeah, out with them. Yeah, I was about to say, right. I'd watch that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would, cool. I would too. But yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I think in, in some places they will do it, but other other places... Yeah, Netflix is all about it. They've already started. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Look, look down their catalog. It's just like... And I'm yeah. eating all of it up. Yeah. Love is blind. I'm watching Indian Matchmaker right now. Woo! Auntie, love her. She's fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> I stopped. Yes, thank you. Yes, I was, you're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate that so yep. much. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Uh, continue with the bad news. Uh, Ooh, so, like segue. Thank you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Costner... Uh, of of Yellowstone fame. No, no, he's famous for other shit too. But uh, that's what he's currently doing. But not, not to for a lot much of people. Yeah, yeah, not to a lot of people. Not for much longer though. So he's leaving after uh, five seasons due to alleged drama with uh, Taylor Sheridan. So the really? Taylor Sheridan Network, uh, aka oh, Paramount, uh, Paramount Plus. So yeah, so I guess that's why he's leaving. It probably it's so he. Kevin Costner was Yellowstone. You know, you watched it for him and great. Awesome. I think it didn't help that they had other shows in the same universe. You know, you have 1883, 1923. So they're like, well, all right, Kevin, (laughs) you know, we we can, we have a bunch of characters we can survive without you. You're not, it's not the Kevin Costner show. It's the Yellowstone show. So I think that's, that's it added to the, separation between Taylor Sheridan, my own opinion, my own opinion, yeah. but who knows? Yeah. Inside, inside, uh, you have inside information. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He I, also I, filed I for to. divorce this, this today with his wife. Oh, for did he? Yeah. That's where I thought so. you headed at first. Yeah. yeah oh, no, I had divorce. no idea about that. Oh yeah. So they were together quite a while, man. Eight, 18 years, bro. 18 years. Yeah. God damn. Mm-hmm. It is forever. Uh, um, nowadays. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Um, Something that's been on forever is SNL. It's been on Good since uh, there it is uh, since 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Reitman is set to direct a movie based off of the uh, first broadcast of Saturday Night Live Ooh, okay, from okay. 1975. So it's like a behind the scenes how like the first it. episode was put together that night. You know the 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 live aspect, all of that. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, Saturday Night Live is one of those, one of those those shows where you're just 
it's synonymous. Everyone knows. It's like and, but the, but nobody knows the real process. You know, yeah. it, so it'd be cool to see the the backstage, and especially the first episode of it being put together. I think it would be pretty awesome because it was the first time anything had ever been done like that. Mm-hmm. So I I think that'd be pretty cool. Plus, all George that Carlin was on that episode too. Yeah, when Netflix yeah, he was. started streaming, they had, I mean, this was 2010. Mm-hmm. They had nearly every season, all of the episodes complete. Yeah. Um, Pretty I, like there were some things they didn't show, like when Sinead O'Connor tore up the picture of the Pope and some other things here and there, mm-hmm. some other you know famous incidences. Um, but I remember that was right around the time my daughter was born. I was lucky enough to get the six weeks off, and oh. you know staying up, I would just watch those old episodes. And then even after that, for a few months, I kept watching, and right. it you know it it wasn't all good by then the standards, but they put a yeah. lot of work into it. It was Yeah, it's 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 it, cool watching the waves of that show. Yeah, yeah, seeing how it's changed. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin had a show uh on NBC that came oh, out after yeah. the West Wing that was supposed to be about SNL. And it was written really well, it was done well, it just didn't get the ratings. Right. Uh, but Studio it was it was sixty on the sunset yeah. sunset strip. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. It was actually well, anything Aaron Sorkin writes is good, but um, it just didn't. It was, I think it was just too smart for a lot of people. It was too fast, and it was it was trying to be like the West Wing with, yeah, and it it just didn't play out well for audiences. I guess they didn't like it. I liked it. It was cool, uh, man. That's cool. I heard. Well, that's another show that's getting affected. They're done uh, as of yep. right now, and they were going to have a whole Pete Davidson episode that got yeah canceled. that got canceled. So what was it? They were going to just have him be on every skit. I have no idea. I have no idea what the hell that was about. That's weird. I've never seen a show do a live show with one of the mains as the entire show plus the host. That's just a trip. If that's they did it with Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Now, while Eddie Murphy was on, yeah, he the was show like he was that big a star where they. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know he hosted the show while he was on the show. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. All right. And then the whole shtick about Pete Davidson's like he's never on any skits, so maybe that's right. like gonna, it's going to be a play on that. <laughs> he's going to be right. on every single one, yeah. or he comes in right at the end and they kill it. No, he's, <laughs> that's what I thought. He's going to be in every single skit. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he's just going to be that character that goes okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know the best SNL skit ever. Say something about the mother. That's right. <laughs> best. <laughs> Say something. About- Doctor Beaks is fourteen dicks. What? I really did like Undercover Boss, man. Undercover Boss. Oh, was really that was good. a good one. Yeah, with Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was so good. I see so what's good. in your mind. It's <laughs> stupid. Stupid. <laughs> He's so petty, dude. It's awesome. I love the I love the lightsaber. I don't know, man. That thing looks pretty dangerous. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Hey, the boo, your bit, the little rumor that you had a couple weeks ago with Reed Richards is gaining steam, dude. That's, that's, that is gain. Was that you that said that? Oh, yeah. According to yeah. my sources. Yeah. According to your sources. That's yeah. actually gaining some steam. I've seen that in a lot of places. You're welcome. And I, yeah. and I also heard today that in the next Deadpool, the rumor is that the they're original. They're all coming back. They're all coming back. Jessica Alba and all of them are coming back as them in this Deadpool. Except for the 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 thing hasn't been uh, I, I forgot the actor's name. It's not the commish. The commish. Yeah, 
There you go, checklist. Yeah, uh, he's he's uh, not not holding out, but uh, the rumor doesn't involve him. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So right. yeah, but you know um, these rumors always happen, and then we go and we're like, where the fuck was Tom Cruise? Yeah, he was supposed to be in this. I thought he was supposed to be Iron Man. <laughs> he's yeah. Iron Man with the helmet off. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Nope. They didn't think it would be realistic for the helmet to be able to close over his nose. Oh. Listen, as a person who has a big nose, I'm. it's okay for me to make that joke. <laughs> Damn. I hear you. RBS. Runaway beak syndrome. A lot of people have it. I haven't noticed. Does he actually have a big nose? He has quite a big nose. Yeah, he does. He's, if you look at like most of the time when you see him, he's shorter than everyone else, yeah. so you kind of really can't see. Oh, their, their from a angle. side profile, I mean, it oh is, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It is, it's really? not wide. It it's, is like it's it seems like it starts up here. <laughs> and it's it's big. Trust. The thing is, though, the dude's handsome as the day is long. So yes, like, I've got anything to yeah. say. Yeah. But if you saw him in person, all you would see is like a walking nose. And like if he does yeah. the backstroke. They, they, they get people out of the water. Yeah. Right. For sure. I think, the thing that I should tell my brother that all the time. The thing that my brother had a massive is, nose, bro. His teeth are like his, he has a tooth in the middle. Yeah. Yes. It's off center. Yeah. 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 With all that, he's still the shit though. Like, yeah. I mean, leading man wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of uh, of uh, leading men or leading actors, um, dude, you're making me bust this out all night long, yeah, yeah. all night. Uh, so I still cannot believe that this is actually happening. But whatever. Wait, wait, time out, time out. We got Tom Cruise right here. Oh, don't do that. No, <laughs> goddamn, bro. It's, that's that's him. He doesn't have the a big nose hair. there. Oh <laughs> god. All right, I'm sorry. My ears aren't that big, thank God. I'll go get my guitar and play that right now. Yeah, Ross is scrambling for the Top Gun game thing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Bro. Yeah. Uh, something that I'm just still dumbfounded is actually happening is the Ridley Scott's Gladiator Two. I'm all in on this one, dude. I I when I first saw this years ago, I was like, "This is a fucking yes. joke." Whatever. Yeah. Nope. It's happening, and they've yeah. added to the cast: uh, Paul uh, Mescal, Pedro Pascal, Pedro uh, Pascal, jo- Pedro Pascal, uh, Joseph Quinn, uh, Barry uh, Coogan. Coogan. He, yeah. he he was in uh, the the, the Banshees of Imashirin. That guy and Denzel yeah, Washington are going to be in I- Gladiator Two. Really? Sure. Yes. That's awesome, dude. But yeah, but so Randy, it's Randy one... put something in the private chat that I have to respond to. Okay. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Okay, that's it. That's all I need to know. Go ahead. <laughs> As you can hear, Randy fucking typing away in the private chat. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I am not wrong. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bo. So no, listen, no, no. I'm in for this. When they say Pedro Pascal, let's do it, dude. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Let's I'm do like, it. what the? F-? Every time I see anything about this movie, I'm just throwing right back into be like, what the fuck is this? Actually Has, fucking I have a question for all of you. Has Ridley Scott made a bad movie in the last ten years? His last movie was um, Gucci House of Gucci, which was great, by the way. I haven't seen that one yet, but I heard it's good. Very good. Very good. No, he hasn't. I don't think so. 
Oh, very good. Thank you, Eric, for backing me up, bro, on this private chat. I, I think I think uh, we got to tell the people. Here. So, ra- <laughs> so so Randy, so Randy comes at me with my segue for the Patreon people. He, every time Boo has a segue, I have him on the actual segue, and I I spelt segue wrong, evidently, and so Randy corrected me. But then um, Eric just backed me up and said, "In this country, you, you've spelled spelt. It's spelled, not spelt. So it was good. This was good. It's all good. To the motherland. That's, That's fair. Go back to the totally motherland. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you're on mute. I love saying spell. I muted it because I was typing so yeah, loud. Every time I say spelt, I write spell. Lorraine's like, there's no such word. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Josh Chapman. Anyone spelling. Thank yeah. you, Randy. I appreciate uh, it. One last bit. Nah. One last bit. Another movie Cruiser that's... said foliage on the show the other day. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, it is foliage. Sir. Foliage. Oh, oh, I was I about to ask that. what the hell I was foliage. laughing about that. Foliage. You were like, foliage? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's pretty holy. awesome. Uh, one last movie that is, that is going to be created. It's an animated one. Uh, Transformers 1. So it's supposed to be an animated uh, Transformers. Transform. And people may not know, but that's Transformers 1 with a W. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, very Yo! good. That's what Optimus Yo. Prime's going to say. Yeah. Well, Megatron, yeah. dude, fuck that guy. <laughs> what a callback. That's pretty good. Wow. That was total, good total vibe check. Yeah. That is a vibe check. Oh, man. Uh, so Dude, yeah, fuck that guy. That's awesome. That was great. That um, theme was fire. It was. Fire. <laughs> I talked to Johnny Grosso yesterday. By the way, he says oh, hi yeah. to say hi to all of you. I said I will. Oh, yeah, but I would have forgot if it wasn't for that callback. Thank you, King Tom. Seriously, yeah. do you remember the theme for? Oh, it was good. Yeah, I crushed it. That was you one did? of my best. Oh, I remember the time. theme. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That was great. I remember when you pulled it up and played it at Steel's thing at last celebration. <laughs> Steel had a thing last celebration? I think so. <laughs> I spent a lot of time editing the audio for that. I never saw the light of day. <laughs> much that like was a, a fun night, though. I can tell you that much. Much that like a... a uh, um, I should release it on the Bad Motivators. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we'll release it like, on the Sith We'll wait till our 400th. We'll just put that out. Okay. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. That He'd be, awesome. be so pissed. Yeah. Ah, oh, he would hey, be pissed. You guys. Hey, <laughs> All right, go guy. ahead. Sorry. No, Sorry. no, you're good. Megatron, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, that was good. Uh, so yeah, so it's Transformers One animated origin story, uh, origin movie. Uh, the cast. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is Optimus Prime. Oh, Brian Tyree Henry is Megatron. Scarlett Johansson's Alita. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is Bumblebee. John Hamm is Sentinel Prime, and then uh, Lawrence Fishburne is uh, Alpha Trion. Awesome cast. Awesome. Yeah, cast. but so, they, they're not using what's his name to do Optimus. That's no. Like, that's... Some people are really upset about that. So people were right. really upset. Uh, it's it's like uh, you can change it. It's okay. Nobody's gonna 
like think that Chris Hemsworth is going to be the new Optimus Prime. When you think of Optimus Prime in your head and he's telling you to fucking roll out, you hear uh, the original voice actors. Transform. There you go. I'm, I'm spacing on his name, but yeah, that's Peter what Colin. you hear. Thank Peter you. Colin. Thank you. So yeah, so it's it's okay. Fine. You know, just switch it up a little bit. Nobody's really going to be like, oh my god, I love it so cool. much better. No, you're not. You're, you're no, not you're not. Going you're to. not going to love it better. No. So yeah, Pete, but still cool. I just hope they don't have any fucking humans, and I hope it's only on Cybertron. Yeah, humans always get in the fucking way. Little, little flesh things, you know. Oh, I have to save the human. No, just let him get smushed and let's move on. Yeah. I've been watching the G one with Malik, and there's some that's some cool shit in there, man. I mean, it People is are, cheesy, like bad. It's like really bad. Oh, yeah. Optimus dying yeah, is awesome. so sad. Well, well that's, the wanna, movie. That's, the that's the movie. That's the movie. Oh, you're that's talking the about the, oh the show. Okay, I'm yeah. just talking about the show. Yeah, yeah. The show. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. Yeah. I was like, the movie is sad. But Dude, man, Optimus isn't dies? like like. They don't talk about how racist like jazz is, like like that voice. It's Scott just, Man Crothers. I know, he? but it's just I don't. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like Scott Man Crothers. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it was. It was. Oh, it was him. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know. But people are uh, that wouldn't people fly are pissed today. off because Paramount was saying this is the first animated Transformers movie ever. How dare they? The fuck? How yeah. dare they? Yeah, they can fuck themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't in the theater crying. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, fuckers. Jeez, as a rough whatever. Movie, man. You know what I say to them? Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> That's right. That's what I say to them. Oh. That's uh, all I got. I'm out. Hey, that's a lot, this. man. We went on all kinds of tangents there yeah. and got our spelling corrected as well at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. So uh, anything else anybody wants to jibber-jabber? There is that no? one other thing um, that I yeah, texted please. you about this morning. I, I oh, yes. saw that, um, Boo, you're, you'll probably be like, what the hell is that, you old people? Uh, but <laughs> this week is the 40th anniversary of the original release of the V miniseries. Oh, I know yeah. what V is, yeah. Oh, God, I love that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was a miniseries, a five-episode miniseries, and then it came back for a second miniseries run where they, they continued the story. Um, and then I think 84, 85 was the, the one and only full season of the show. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the quality kind of suffered when it went to a, a full show. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was entertaining and kind of scary if you were a kid back then. But I think it was also important because it showed, you know, what it was an allegory for, like, what if Nazis were to come and. You know, it was mm-hmm. kind of sad about the amount and, and how right they were about the amount of people that would suck up to these uh, people or these assholes who were trying to take over. Mm-hmm. But as a yeah. kid, it was really cool to watch. And I was too young to watch it when it first came out, the miniseries at least. But, you know, so V happening this side of May 1983 and then at the end of May 1983, you had Return of the Jedi. So that must have been a really cool month to be a kid who was in a sci-fi oh, back then. Hell yeah, dude. Can you imagine? That shit used to scare me, those damn lizards. Oh, yeah. They used and the to kiss and like shit. Eating like, the, that shit, man. Eating the, uh, the rat stuff. This, oh. All right. No, What an innovative you. idea, though, for the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome, our alien friends. 
Yeah, yeah and they were all that. nice, and they're all great, and then all of a sudden. And then because of that, we got Alien Nation. Yeah. Alien Nation? <laughs> that was that done by the bear. same guy? I don't think so, no. Oh, Maybe. Okay. I don't. It doesn't seem like it. No. no. Yeah, my gosh, V. And then they had multiple seasons, like, uh, not seasons, like, it wasn't, a, it was like this, like, uh, miniseries, right? There were, there were two miniseries, um, and, and then a, and then a show, and they did a revival, like, in 2010, uh, which only lasted one season. And at the very end, they tried bringing back, uh, Beastmaster Mark Singer, and they brought yeah. back the uh, the main alien actress, Di- whoever play- whatever her name was, who played Diana. Um, they tried bringing, but but it wasn't enough to bump the ratings. Wow, dude, you got some V information, bro. I, I know a few things. That's that's a deep cut. <laughs> Damn, bro, that is yeah, a deep cut. Things. Guys, by the way, uh, congratulations to Lumberjack Nick. I don't know if you guys know this, but he got a, I think he got hired on to do some Star Wars commissioned. Art from Lucasfilm. So uh, very, very cool, man. Uh, He sent me an email. Um, Yeah. So check out Lumberjack Nick's stuff. Uh, Go to LumberjackNick.com. Dick. Lumberjack Dick. Yeah. He's just a dick. (laughs) Lumberjack Nick. That's a different website. Don't do that. I don't think it's LumberjackNick.com or net. I uh, looked it up and it wasn't working there. But but yeah, congrats, Lumberjack Nick. Send me your information and I will put on our show notes where you want people to check you out. So very, very cool. All right, guys. Um, I think we should fit anything else. Anybody wants to to talk about it? All? No, we're all good. We're all we're all uh, done with this, guys. Les never showed up, but that's okay. He'll be back next week for sure um, to hang out with us and talk about V. I guarantee you, Les knows some info about V. You and Les probably can vamp about V for a long, long time. Um, but uh, all right, Eric. Dude. Fuck that guy. Dude. Dude, fuck that guy. <laughs> All right. So anybody that's interested, that's the... I'm, I built an E minor 7 arpeggio on that, or a chord. Um, each guitar playing a single note. And looking back, I wish I would have put that minor 7th, the last note that it adds in there, just a little louder, but I was pretty pleased. But you, we missed the very beginning. The yo! It cut oh, you it didn't hear it? I, didn't, I had it on there, dude. Hold on. Oh, because I have the fade on. Okay, here we go. Ready? Oh, no. It's not working. Well, well, I ruined the outro of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Let's try it again. Right here. Nope. Dude. Nah. It doesn't, it doesn't like the yo part, bro. That's all right. Yo! There. There it is. There it is. I was, I was determined for the fucking yo, dude. Yeah. This is good, po- this is good podcasting. Okay. <laughs> Boo, where can people find you, bro? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Randy, where can people find you? Find me on youtube.com slash the Sith List where we do reactions to the shows we're watching. And you can also find me on twitch.tv slash cursing user where I'm playing Star Wars Jedi Survivor. He is, and it's a lot of fun. And so is Eric. Check them out. King Tom, you're playing it too. But I we am. just can't I'm- catch you. We can't watch you doing it. 
Yeah, I don't stream. I was on this week's episode of the uh, Rogue Rebels podcast with our friend Sal. We were talking uh, Cataclysm, which was the last High Republic book. It was it was a really fun conversation. Always great talking Star Wars books with Sal. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Patreon shows for uh, right here on the Sith list. Uh, Patreon, Steel Wars, Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest. And you can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be thinking of synonyms for the word death to text Taraj tomorrow night. Oh, shit. Don't do it, dude. Don't do it. What time are you watching it? I think it starts at 5 our time. Okay, I'm watching it at seven f- at 8.45 my time. So okay. you'll be asleep. Yeah. Same. Eric, where can people find you? Uh, check me out on my several other podcasts, about Motivators uh, and the Dinner with the Healers, the Blue Podcast I do with my family. Check out my stream also where I'll be streaming De- Jedi Survivor, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. I thought you were going to say Red Dead Jedi Redemption. Uh-huh. I'm considering taking a break from D- Red Dead. Oh, my goodness. Considering it. I haven't. I'm not, I don't know. That sucks because Haas is going to ask you to be on High Potions. <laughs> playing <laughs> <Jedi Warfare. laughs> Guys, you can find me at The Sith List anywhere social media is found. Check us out on YouTube, like Randy said, with me, Les, and Randy. And sometimes Boop popped in a couple times. And old school ver- uh, episodes with King Tom are in there as well. And uh, guys, we'll be back right here next week on episode number 353 of The Sith List. Ah!